Good morning. Let's begin our service by singing hymn number 123. How firm a foundation, ye saints of the Lord, is laid for your faith in his excellent word. What more can he say than to you he has said? To you who to God for your refuge have fled. Hymn number 123.
The scriptural will be given by Janet from Georgia. Chronicles. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. Show forth from day to day his salvation. Declare his glory among the heathen, his marvelous works among all nations. Fear before him all the earth. The world also shall be stable, that it be not moved. Let the heavens be glad, and let the earth rejoice. And let men say among the nations, The Lord reigneth. Let the sea roar, and the fullness thereof. Let the fields rejoice, and all that is therein. Then shall the trees of the wood sing out at the presence of the Lord, because he cometh to judge the earth. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness, and the power, and the glory, and the victory, and the majesty. For all that is in the heaven and in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all. Both riches and honor come of thee, and thou reignest over all. And in thine hand is power and might, and in thy hand it is to make great and to give strength unto all. Let's now have a moment of silent prayer and follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science textbook. Our Father, which art in heaven, our Father, Mother, God, all harmonious, hallowed be thy name, adorable one, thy kingdom come, thy kingdom is come, thou art ever present. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Enable us to know, as in heaven, so on earth, God is omnipotent, supreme. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us grace for today. Feed the famished affections. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And love is reflected in love. And 
not into temptation, but delivereth us from sin, disease, and death. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 49. Dear Lord and Father of us all, forgive our foolish ways. Reclothe us in our rightful mind. In purer lives thy service find. In deeper reverence, praise. Hymn number 49.
welcome to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We begin every Sunday morning here at 10 a.m. with our roundtable discussion, which is a training session, really, in Christian science. We talk about the lesson and other topics that need to be discussed and learn how to practice better this tremendous all-inclusive science in our daily lives. And we're going to make an exception next week because next Sunday is Christmas Eve day and we're going to have two services. So we are going to skip the roundtable next week, but only next week. We have a Sunday school for children that meets at 11. And that Sunday school is available to children everywhere. It has its own dedicated teleconference number. And in fact, many of our Sunday school students don't live in the area and they attend via telephone. So if you don't live in the area and have a child of Sunday school age, you can call us. We'll be happy to give you the number and we'll be very happy to welcome your child to, a, to our Sunday school. We have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 8.15, where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives literally transformed through the study and practice of Christian science. <clears throat> and at all of our services, we have a nursery available for infants and toddlers. We have, I believe, 17 websites, all in different languages, that all are full of the very best, the very finest literature, singing, other and other things uh, available about and on Christian science. And everything that we provide on all of our websites is provided absolutely free of charge. Freely we have received and freely we give. And one of, the, one of the items that is currently featured on our English language website is an article by Edward A. Kimball entitled, The Great Gift of God. And in this season of giving and reflecting, it's good to know what the greatest gift of all is. <laughs> the great gift of God. Recommended highly. As I mentioned earlier, we are going next Sunday is Christmas Eve day, and we are going to have not only our regular Sunday morning service at 11, but we are also going to have a Christmas Eve, a special Christmas Eve service, and that will begin at 5 p.m. East Coast time. In the past, we have started our Christmas Eve services at 8 but since it's Sunday, we're going to have a lot of children singing, and our musicians will be here in the morning, and they will have a long day in Plainfield. So we're going to give everybody a break, and we will have a wonderful holy service of singing and praising God. Everyone is welcome here. 
And that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. And now we will have the reading of a testimony of healing from the chapter entitled Fruitage in the Christian Science Textbook, which attests to the healing power obtained by studying the Christian Science Textbook. And that reading will be given this morning by Elsie from Alabama. I shall read from page 634, Truth Makes Free. As the son of a physician, a graduate in pharmacy, and an ex-druggist, I had a perfect contempt for what I thought Christian science to be. About six and a half years ago, however, having exhausted all material means at my command, materia medica, electricity, gymnastics, cycling, and so on, and having in a hopeless state the study of Christian science was taken up. I had been a sufferer from guitar and some throat for over 30 years, and in the last five were added several others including dyspepsia and bronchitis, and a loss in flesh of 60 pounds. I was completely healed and regained health, strength, and flesh through the spiritual understanding of Christian science, the result of about six weeks' study. This good and perfect gift came to me through the careful and prayerful study of Christian science as revealed to the world today through science and health. The promise of Christ Jesus, the truth shall make you free, was fulfilled, and the past six years of health and harmony have been spent in striving to hold fast that which is good. While most grateful for the physical healing, my gratitude for the mental and spiritual regeneration is beyond expression. When I learned that Jesus' mission of healing sickness as well as sin did not end with his short stay upon earth, but is practical in all ages, my joy was unbounded. Having spent thousands in the old way, it seemed wonderful to be healed at such small cost as the price of the little book and a few weeks' study. Every thought of prejudice immediately vanished before the proof that Christian science is indeed the elucidation and practical application of Jesus' teachings, which are forever. C.N.C. Memphis, Tennessee. The Bible and the Christian Science textbook are our only preachers. We shall now read scriptural texts and their correlative passages from our textbook, these comprise our sermon. The canonical writings, together with the word of our textbook, 
corroborating and explaining the Bible texts and their denominational spiritual import and application to all ages, past, present, and future, constitute a sermon undivorced from truth, uncontaminated or fettered by human hypotheses, and authorized by Christ. And today's lesson sermon can be found on page 26 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject, is the universe, including man, evolved by atomic force? The golden text is from Job. Touching the Almighty, we cannot find him out. He is excellent in power and in judgment and in plenty of justice. He will not afflict. The responsive reading is from Proverbs. My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord, and depart from evil. It shall be health, to thy navel, and marrow to thy bones. Be not afraid of sudden fear, neither of the desolation of the wicked when it cometh. For the Lord shall be thy confidence, and shall keep thy foot from being taken. I will read from the Bible, Proverbs. The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth. By understanding hath he established the heavens. By his knowledge the depths are broken up, and the clouds drop down the dew. Psalms. For the Lord is a great God, in his hand are the deep places of the earth. The strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it. And his hands formed the dry land. O oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Exodus. And it was told the king of Egypt 
that the people fled. And the heart of Pharaoh and of his servants was turned against the people. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back. And the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon the dry ground. And the Egyptians pursued and went in after them to the midst of the sea. And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out thine hand over the sea, that the waters may come again upon the Egyptians. And the waters returned, and covered the chariots and the horsemen and all the host of Pharaoh. And Israel saw that great work which the Lord did upon the Egyptians. And the people feared the Lord and believed the Lord and his servant Moses. So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea, and they went out into the wilderness of Shur, and they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. And when they came to Merah, they could not drink the waters of Merah, for they were bitter. And the people murmured against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? And he cried unto the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree, which, when he had cast into the waters, the waters were made sweet. And they took their journey from Elam, and all the congregation of the children of Israel came unto the wilderness of Sin. And the whole congregation of the children of Israel murmured against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. And the children of Israel said unto them, Would to God we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the flesh pots, and when we did eat bread to the full. For ye have brought us forth into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. And Moses said, The Lord heareth your murmurings, which ye murmur against him. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel. Speak unto them, saying, At even ye shall eat flesh, and in the morning ye shall be filled with bread, and ye shall know that I am the Lord your God. Psalms 
They kept not the covenant of God and refused to walk in his law and forgot his works and his wonders that he had showed them. Yea, they spake against God. They said, Can God furnish a table in the wilderness? Therefore their days did he consume in vanity and their years in trouble. And they remembered that God was their rock and the high God their Redeemer. Luke. And Jesus was casting out a devil, and it was dumb. And it came to pass, when the devil was gone out, the dumb spake, and the people wondered. But some of them said, He casteth out devils through Beelzebub, the chief of the devils. And others, tempting him, sought of him a sign from heaven. But he, knowing their thoughts, said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. But if I, with the finger of God, cast out devils, no doubt the kingdom of God is come upon you. And he said unto his disciples, Therefore I say unto you, Take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat, neither for the body what ye shall put on, The life is more than meat, and the body is more than raiment. Seek not ye what ye shall eat, or what ye shall drink, neither be ye of doubtful mind. For all these things do the nations of the world seek after, and your Father knoweth that ye have need of these things. But rather... Seek ye the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Psalms The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell therein. For he hath founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the floods. Amos, for lo, he that formeth the mountains, and createth the wind, and declareth unto man what is his thought, that maketh the morning darkness, and treadeth upon the high places of the earth, the Lord The God of hosts is his name. Amanda from Missouri will now read. I will read correlative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy. God creates and governs the universe, including man. The universe is filled with spiritual ideas, which he evolves. 
and they are obedient to the mind that makes them. The universe of spirit reflects the creative power of the divine principle, or life, which reproduces the multitudinous forms of mind and governs the multiplication of the compound idea, man. The tree and herb do not yield fruit because of any propagating power of their own, but because they reflect the mind which includes all. In Egypt, it was mind which saved the Israelites from belief in the plagues. In the wilderness, streams flowed from the rock, and manna fell from the sky. In national prosperity, miracles attended the successes of the Hebrews. But when they departed from the true idea, their demoralization began. The miracle introduces no disorder but unfolds the primal order, establishing the science of God's unchangeable law. Spiritual evolution alone is worthy of the exercise of divine power. The same power which heals sin heals also sickness. This is the beauty of holiness, that when truth heals the sick, it casts out evils. And when truth casts out the evil called disease, it heals the sick. When Christ cast out the devil of dumbness, it came to pass, when the devil was gone out, the dumb spake. There is today danger of repeating the offense of the Jews by limiting the Holy One of Israel and asking, Can God furnish a table in the wilderness? What cannot God do? Adhesion, cohesion, and attraction are properties of mind. They belong to divine principle and support the equipoise of that thought force which launched the earth in its orbit and said to the proud wave, thus far and no farther. Spirit is the life, substance, and continuity of all things. We tread on forces. Withdraw them, and creation must collapse. Human knowledge calls them forces of matter. But divine science declares that they belong wholly to divine mind, are inherent in this mind, and so restores them to their rightful home and classification. Not materially, but spiritually, we know him as divine mind, as life, truth and love. We shall obey and adore in proportion as we apprehend the divine nature and love him understandingly, worrying no more over the corporeality, but rejoicing in the affluence of our God. Religion will then be of the heart and not of the head. Mankind will no longer be tyrannical and prescriptive from lack of love draining out gnats, and swallowing camels. We worship spiritually only as we cease to worship materially. Spiritual devoutness is the soul of Christianity. Spirit imparts the understanding which uplifts consciousness 
and leads into all truth. Spiritual sense is the discernment of spiritual good. Understanding is the line of demarcation between the real and unreal. Spiritual understanding unfolds mind, life, truth, and love, and demonstrates the divine sense, giving the spiritual proof of the universe in Christian science. In divine science, man is sustained by God, the divine principle of being. The earth, at God's command, brings forth food for man's use. Knowing this, Jesus once said, Take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, presuming not on the prerogative of his Creator, but recognizing God, the Father and Mother of all, as able to feed and clothe man, as he doth the lilies. Divine love always has met and always will meet every human need. To all mankind and in every hour, divine love supplies all good. The miracle of grace is no miracle to love. Jesus demonstrated the inability of corporeality, as well as the infant ability of spirit, thus helping erring human sense to flee from its own convictions and seek safety in divine science. The relations of God and man, divine principle and idea, are indestructible in science, and science knows no lapse from nor return to harmony, but holds the divine order or spiritual law in which God and all that he creates are perfect and eternal, to have remained unchanged in its eternal history. From beginning to end, the scriptures are full of accounts of the triumph of spirit, mind, over matter. Moses proved the power of mind by what men call miracles. So did Joshua, Elijah, and Elisha. The Christian era was ushered in with signs and wonders. In proportion as matter loses to human sense all entity as man, in that proportion does man become its master. He enters into a diviner sense of the facts and comprehends the theology of Jesus. Moses advanced a nation to the worship of God in spirit instead of matter and illustrated the grand human capacities of being bestowed by immortal mind. As the children of Israel were guided triumphantly through the Red Sea, the dark ebbing and flowing tides of human fear, as they were led through the wilderness, walking wearily through the great desert of human hopes and anticipating the promised joy. So shall the spiritual idea guide all right desires in their passage from sense to soul, from a material sense of existence to the spiritual, up to the glory prepared for them who love God. Stately science pauses not, but moves before them, a pillar of cloud by day and of fire by night, leading to divine heights.
We will now have a moment of silent prayer for our world. Let's now sing hymn number 253. The words of this hymn are by Mary Baker Eddy. O'er waiting harp strings of the mind, there sweeps a strain, low, sad, and sweet, whose measures bind the power of pain and wake a white-winged angel throng of thoughts, illumined by faith and breathed in raptured song with love perfumed. Hymn number 253.
Let's now sing hymn number 310. Sing, ye joyous children, sing. Glorious is the Christ our King. Truth has come again to earth through the lowly Savior's birth. Men and angels anthems raise, hymns of joy and shouts of praise. Hear the angelic song again, peace on earth, goodwill to men. Sing, ye joyous children, sing. Glorious is the Christ our King. Hymn number 310. from the Christian Science textbook, the scientific statement of being on the correlative passages from 1 John 3rd chapter. There is no life 
truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter, or its infinite mind and its infinite manifestation. For God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material. He is spiritual. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not, because he knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that had this hope in him purified himself, even as he is pure. So, this is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day which the Lord had made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Amen.